Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> hmm We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, Right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Okay, class, class, we want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie, that government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? 
We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% adults and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So he wants to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you adults and something that cares who will let us get away with it. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, back to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Wednesday. We will have Joanne Moretti joining us here momentarily. And if you out there in Radio Land have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone. We will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring in Joanne. Hey everybody, hello Proof Hi Freedomizers I hope you're all having a wonderful, wonderful day And what a day it's been What's up yeah, Proof, like how I you was doing my, I was at my day job And I'm like one news thing after another I just couldn't believe how fast it was coming today Oh yeah, and the, the publicity stunt today was Hunter Biden and all of it. Oh, what a what a circus! That was so scripted and such a stunt. We'll talk about that. But um, yeah, Trump's on a town hall right now, and I guess there's a debate going on. Chris Christie dropped out, so I don't know. It must be the three of them that are debating. I was wondering if Vivek was on that too, or if it was just Nikki Haley and DeSantis. Yeah, no, I think I think Vivek is there too. They can't not let him be there. You know, he's making the numbers and he's making the money and the pledges and all of that. So, you know, he's sticking to the rules. He sold some of his stock to self-fund his campaign. So, he just gave himself a whole bunch of money, which tells us that he's not using corporate sponsors or anything. He's not ready to well, drop out. My question was, was this a sanctioned debate, or was this just Nikki Haley and DeSantis getting together? No, this was supposed to be the four of them. And then Chris Christie okay. dropped out before the debate. Yeah, and Ronna McDaniel, Ron McDonald, whatever her name is. Yeah, She's the one McDaniel. that set this up. Why would you set up your debate on CNN if you're a Republican? You know that thing is going to be packed, stacked, and they're going to be, you know, provoking the people into fighting and, and saying stupid stuff. It's a, That's going to be a gotcha situation. They want a free-for-all. Well, they don't care. Has there oh, been one debate that was, uh, that was run on a, a non-woke network? Yeah, well, no, really, Fox, I couldn't say that. But, yeah, Fox, there was one. And remember, they got flipped out on by everybody. Yeah, I remember Megyn Kelly uh, doing one. And that was probably the best debate that they had. But still, they're Mm -hmm. not on anything uh, of relevance. I guess Vivek is not there. I just looked at his Twitter page, and an hour ago he said, Prediction, we get more total views than CNN's fake debate tonight. Won't hold back. Live now with TimCast. So he's on TimCast with Candace Owens. And right now he's got 3,500 viewers. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to let that run. Quietly, of course. But now he's got 30, Now he's got... 
3486 instead of 85 so I don't know everybody's watching Trump he's on Fox I saw the beginning of it while your music was on and he went right into it he jumped right into his, his you know all the good things he's done and they asked him about Chris Christie and he just started saying what he wanted to say and then they asked the audience a question and the guy stood up and said you know, they said, he, do you have a voter in mind? And he said, yeah, I'm going to vote for the third time for Donald Trump. So Donald Trump smiled at that. But then the question was really ridiculous, you know, about how chaos is going to follow him. He said, I have a, I have a friend that, you know, they talk, they voted for you before, but they don't want to vote for you now because they figure chaos follows you. So Trump said, yeah, chaos followed me, and it was all the Democrats causing the chaos. He said, you know, it was all lies, the Russia, Russia hoax. And then he looked over and he says, even these guys pumped it. So he said, and that was a lie. And the Pfizer warrants, those were lies. He lied to the court. And now all this other stuff is all lies. And you'll find out. He says, and if I didn't hear it from you, I'd think Fox wrote that question. And that's when Martha McCallum jumped in and said, no, we didn't write the questions. You wrote the questions. So he said, yeah, well, we'll, we'll find out about that later. And that's where I had to turn it off. No, no, Trump was accusing Fox of writing the question. Right. He said to the guy who asked the question, who had started with that he was going to vote for Trump, and he said, well, you know, I'm glad it was you that that asked the question. Otherwise, I would have thought Fox wrote that question. So that's when Martha McCallum jumped in and said, no, we didn't write the questions. And she pointed at the guy, and she said, you wrote the questions. And and then Trump said, yeah, well, we'll find out about that later. All right. I just want to make sure what you said there. Yeah. Yeah, I speak fast, so I'm sorry. Uh I'll try to. Well, I don't think Vivek really would gain anything from that that fake CNN debate anyway. No. No. He's smart not to go to it. Those two clowns are fighting for second place. You know, if you. Uh, They might be fighting for third place. Right? Might be fighting for third place. Yeah, I think they're fighting and, for third place, to be honest. Yeah, well, Vivek, you know, he might pull a rabbit out of his hat up there in Iowa. It's going to be minus six degrees on caucus night. Yeah. So, you know, that might deter a few people, although Iowans are pretty hotty people. However, that might deter a few of them, but not the kids, not the young people. They'll get out there, they'll put on their ski pockets and wrap themselves in blankets and all huddle together and they'll go out there and they'll caucus for the back. Let me put it this way. You'll have the Trump supporters there. You'll have the young people supporting Vivek, uh, the Nikki Haley's and, and, uh, and DeSantis people. I, I don't know if they would be so apt to run up there. Yeah, and like New Hampshire, independence and... Democrats can vote in the caucuses, too. And up in New Hampshire, they can just decide what party they want to vote in the primary for, declare it, and get a ballot for that. So, you know, you don't have to be a Democrat to vote in the Democrat primary and vice versa. So the Democrats can cross over and, you know, create a little bit of chaos but oh. in minus six so degrees, you've got to be really uh, committed. Let me ask. 
let me ask you then, if there's only four people left on the ballot, who do the who do the Democrats vote for? Well, they could all just, you know, jump in for Nikki Haley to try to push Trump off the nomination. You know, they, those Democrats have a good ground game. They're not having a primary. So right. the hardcore Democrats will go out, you know, especially if they're getting paid. Or if it's, you know, like these people that got parading in the streets all the time, whether it's BLM or Palestine or whatever the cause of the day is. It's the same people marching in the streets, but those ones, don't don't pay them to go out and create a little chaos. But minus six degrees, you've got to be really dedicated. You know, some people will say, yeah, that sounds nice in theory, but I'm not going out. My car won't start in this weather. That's why we move, Joanne. That's why both of us move. Oh yeah, I I couldn't. I'm lock up solid now. Temperature drops below sixty. I'm I'm homebound. That's it. Too cold for me. Yeah, I'm like an iguana now. I'll lock up solid and fall out of the trees. <laughs> 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 I tell that to people, and they never ask me what were you doing in the tree. <laughs> so. Well, what does Chris Christie do after this? Because that hot mic doesn't exactly paint him in a good light. Nah, that should be the big story. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Chris Christie dropped out. Nikki Haley's going to get all his voters. And he gave her a little boot in the rear end on the way out. He's not stupid. He knows every microphone is hot. You don't need a microphone. It's hot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was just telling his true feelings. She doesn't have a shot in hell. And she doesn't. She's not up to the job yet. She's got all the credentials in the UN and the, all the globalists and the big money and all that. Ron DeSantis, he really, he's faltering. You know, like I said, he's a good governor for Florida. We really like him here. But he should have waited. You know, he forgot where he came from and how he got there. And he should have waited. And he probably would have been almost a shoe-in in 28. Right. But, you know, he decided to jump out there and somebody talked him into thinking he was big man on campus. He should have just stuck with being governor, let Trump get the nomination uncontested by him. There was going to be other contestants, but it shouldn't have been him. Because Trump helped him well, get I think we agreed that if, if DeSantis ran a ground game like, like Vivek, then he would have had a fair shot. He would have, but he didn't do it. You know, he listened to bad advice, and he spent a lot of political capital and then squandered it when he started talking to the big money donors and the, you know, the, the globalists, the usual establishment type. and yeah yeah and he was you know and then he got bad advice he should have stuck with america first he should have waited until 28 he should have just gone about his business being a good governor and everything would have been fine for the guy see but i just think decided, personally i'm okay with his with him running but he should have ran like vivek and, and just see where it went and if he was popular great if not 
then he bows out gracefully and decides that he'll wait his turn or or maybe he could try to be vice president but he chose to he chose to listen to Dick Cheney's advice right and that was bad advice he decided he was big man on campus and he thought he was he just got too big for himself started patting his own back and believing his own you know his head was swelling and it got too big for him he should have just stuck with what he was doing supported the candidates and that was it you know and, and you're right you know get out there give it a try but don't stab the people that helped you and that's right. kind of what he did yeah you know you can do you can still go out there and have some ethics and some some decorum and just say look i'm not going to get in you know everybody else is jumping on trump why do i got to do it too you know like christy all he ever said was how bad Trump was. Well, we got Democrats for that. Who needed another Democrat? You know, yeah, yeah. I, you're, I you're, just you're, think DeSantis should have ran like Tim Scott. Just see what happens, and if you don't get any action, then you leave. That's a good way to put it. Tim Scott did it right. He got in, tested the waters, saw what everything was about, made a decision to back off. This isn't his time. That's not saying it's not in the future, but right now there is so much at stake, you know, and they're trying to tell us that Trump's going to be a dictator. He was already president for four years. It's like two incumbents here. You didn't just meet the guy. You know things were going good. You know the economy was going good. You know the wall was being built. You know that the immigration was under control. You know that he had the military in the best position possible. He beefed him up. Biden gave all that stuff away. All the new stuff that that Trump made sure our military had. You know, we were not in wars when Trump was there. Trump told them don't start. And they didn't. But, uh, but Joanne, I, I look at it this way. I, 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 was, not a ba- I was not a fan one iota of Barry Satoro and his husband, Michael Robinson Obama, who I'm sure is a nice lady. Yeah. However, there were two things that he did that I, I didn't think were half bad. Now, which were the, the part one of this was when he opened relations with Cuba, with Cuba. I was a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of him uh, apologizing for the United States and, and giving them billions of dollars to be our friend. And then once he finds out that they vote Republican, then he changed his mind. But I was Mm -hmm. open to the idea that we should be talking to our enemies every so often and see if there's any way to fix things. That 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 should be a given. And there are many presidents that refuse to touch that. Yeah, and then Trump tried to talk to them. When Trump tried to talk to Russia, he already you know he's 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 a Russian sympathizer and he's pro-Russian and all that. And he talked to Xi Jinping. He went, he crossed over by himself into North Korea. Exactly. And met with, met with Rocket Man. Oh, and that's, so, that, that's probably the highlight of Rocket Man's life. Oh, absolutely. He loves Trump. He's been punking Joe Biden since he got there. Right. Yeah, he's been firing off his rockets. He's been acting up. And, he doesn't take his phone calls. He laughs at him. You know, he goes on TV and makes fun of him. 
So the other part, Joanne, is as much as he didn't do much, he did give yeah. those black people hope. He, he made them feel good, even though he didn't do anything for them. He made them feel like he, like he, he gave them something. So yeah. I have to give him half credit on that because he at least made people feel like he cared, even though he didn't, but he made them feel like it. Mm-hmm. There's not one thing Brandon has done in, in three years plus that people can say, hey, he did something for us. He's one of the worst racists this country's ever had. Right. If they had a statue of him, I'd help them take it down. He is really bad. You see what he's doing to the black communities right now? Now he just What's threw that? a whole bunch of black kids out of high school so he could put all right. the oh. foreigners in. In New York City, yes. Yeah, in Brooklyn, in New York I mean, City. yes. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, he's real good to the black people. What are these black parents going to do? Yeah, and he did the you same know, in Chicago a couple months ago. They're up in arms now. They, they, You won't find too many Democrat presidential voters this time around in Chicago. No. At least, at least right not. now they're, they're not admitting to it. No, black people are wide awake now with this Joe Biden guy. He is the worst racist. And all the black people will tell you that, that I, you run into, or most of them, not all of them. I, I shouldn't generalize like yeah. that. But most of the black people, if you ask them to be honest, they're like, no, no, I, I'm voting for Trump. Yeah, so, so good. right now, Biden's base, he has three pieces of the base. He has the old people who will vote Democrat no matter what because tradition, and they have 100 years of voting for Democrats. Right. You have the young kids, the woke, the woketopians. Right. And, uh, and the illegals. That, that, that's his base. Other than that, yeah, well, tell those young kids when they get, tell those young kids when they get into that voting station, all those Woketopians that they hang with aren't going to be with them. Use your head when you press that lever. You don't well, have to vote again, the way now, the Woketopians do. You think about it. Because if they start World War Three, so that Brandon can try to stay in office, uh, that, that uh, knowing there's going to be a draft, uh, I don't know how many of those people are going to vote for their death. Well, they can't legally draft the illegals. They can't legally yeah. draft the illegals. So they're going to draft no. uh, the American children. Of course. And the rich, liberal, white American children, they'll find a way to defer. So it's going to be the black kids and the poor white kids that are going to get drafted, just like they always yeah. do. You know, they're not going to draft the, the lily white millionaire's kid. And those Harvard grad, those Harvard kids, they might get drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they don't have a rich politician daddy and they go out there with this equity baloney. That equity ain't going to help you when you're drafted, honey. You're expendable. And for what? What war are we going to fight? We're going to fight with the Middle East again? We're going to fight with the Russians? Really, how about the Chinese and the Iranians? We're going to fight with all of them, too? Do we have a military that can do that? No. Just like those millennials, they would sign up for a draft if it meant that they can go shoot Republicans. Yeah, but there won't be Republicans they're shooting. No. It'll be people they don't even know. But the thing is, Joanne, you're going to have these people get drafted, and these are the people mm-hmm. that, that go out and, and 
protest guns, and they, 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 they are the ones that hold up signs that say, give up uh-huh. your guns. And those right. are going to be the ones that get drafted. And you expect yeah. them to beat, to beat people that have spent their whole life training? Right, and, and as soon as the gun goes bang, they're going to drop it and run. Yeah. Because they're terrified of guns instead of being trained properly to how to handle them. Because it's just like any other tool. shouldn't be running around not using a nail gun properly either. Or a cordless drill. Or a chainsaw. It's the same thing. You know, it's a tool. But the first time it goes bang, or the first time it it hits them in the shoulder with a little bit of recoil, they're going to cry and want their mother. Oh, I got a bruise. Oh, I remember... I remember my first time I shot my gun. I didn't realize how much recoil there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learn fast. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they'll drop it and they'll be shooting everywhere. Can you imagine target <laughs> practice with these kids? And they they can't handle a single shot. Can you imagine if you give them an actual automatic weapon? They think an oh, AR wow. is an automatic why do they get a real M16 in their hands? No, I've said before, they think that Target practice is, is uh, shopping in the clearance section at Target. Exactly. Yeah, they want to shut down the local gun range and they want to take everybody's guns away because, you know, the children or the turtles or something. Yeah. Or the climate. Yeah. Whatever the reason for the, for the baloney is. But, yeah, no, these kids are not going to make it. And meanwhile, while these kids are drafted and sent away in a foreign war, the country's been invaded by a different army. An army of military-aged men that they can't legally draft. So they're going to be home, you know, living in the hotels and making making their presence known, strategically placed throughout the country, and they're your replacement. So don't yeah, worry you about have the Border Patrol food. making them sandwiches. That's right. And babysitting their kids and changing diapers. and Unbelievable. Yeah, well, it's got to be people like us that are going to end up fighting those, those military-age men. Right? And it doesn't have to be. We can stop that immediately. Well, how do we stop a rigged election when we know in advance it's going to be a rigged election? Exactly. And, you know, Biden, he he acts like he's doing something. Do you know the demands that the Mexican president made? Do you know what they were? They told Blinken and Biden, we want $20 each to Latin American countries. Yep, they want to grant work visas for 10 million Hispanics that have, you know, that have crossed illegally. They want to end sanctions against Venezuela. And they want to end the blockade of Cuba. And then what do we get in return? Help with the border. Unspecified help. Then we'll help you with the border. No. Trump will be saying, what do you mean you want 20 billion more? I'm not giving you 20 cents. As a matter of fact, I'm not sending the foreign aid that we already send. Why would I support your people there when they're here? All right, you sent all your people over here, so you must be doing all right now. You don't need the money anymore. And 
Mexico, you know, you're, we are your biggest trade partner. How about we put some tariffs on you? Every illegal that comes over, I raise it 1%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just think that Venezuelan's biggest export, Venezuela's biggest export should not be Venezuelans. Right. Yeah, well, they, Trump was right. They didn't send their best. They emptied out their youth service boards and their prisons and their insane asylums and all the wealthy recipients and anybody, you know, all the poverty people. So now Venezuela, I guess, is really rocking place. Yeah, beautiful terraces and beautiful restaurants and hotels going up. And, you know, they unloaded all the, the luggage on us. So all those people they don't have to take care of anymore. Now they're right. still getting the American money, but they don't have to spend it on taking care of people. Yeah, Venezuela is going to be the new Dubai. Mm. Really? A beautiful South American place, you know, and beautiful oceans and, and tropical forests and, oh, yeah. All that is is urban renewal. Well, just like El Salvador is a happening place right now. Yeah. Yeah, and all the drug dealers and cartels. They're all converging up this way. So they got rid of them, too. Yeah. And we are giving all these NGOs billions and billions and billions of dollars. So it's not even costing these countries anything to send the people. They just throw them over the border and let the NGOs take care of it. The United States is footing the bill. Right. There's a lot of people making a lot of money. I told you it wasn't just a couple of drug-dealing illiterates that were running around the world recruiting people to come to the United States. They, they, they are capable of getting 15 million people. 90,000 Chinese people. You think 90,000 Chinese people left China and China didn't notice? No, China sent them. You don't just leave China. Right. So you know that didn't happen. And how'd the Haitians get here? They didn't walk. You know, unless they can walk on water. There was a boat, an airplane, or something involved. Right, Cubans, too, Well, to a lesser extent. We all know about those rafts. Yeah, but the Cubans, they turn them around. Right, exactly. Because they'll, yeah, they'll vote conservative. You know, they a bunch of them tried to get into the country recently in Florida, and they turned them around. Homeland Security turned them around. Florida didn't. Yeah, that's the only border that, when Mayorkas says the border is secure, maybe he means the, the border of Cuba. Right. Yeah, the Cubans, they got to pretend to be Venezuelan to get in. You tell them at the hey, border you have, that you're uh, Cuban. You have one of your friends that wants to come in and say hi, and I need a, I need a couple minutes right now. So, uh, Joseph, welcome in. Hey, hey Joe. Joe. Hi, everybody. Hey, let me give you a proper welcome. This is a dear friend of of mine. It's Joe Martin. He's a published author, a reverend, and a friend of this show, too. So welcome. Hey, did you see um, 
the closed hearing they had, they, one of the congressmen came out with Mayorkas. They, you know, they had him in a closed hearing, and you know they say they're going. You know, they told him they're going to impeach him, and he sit there and act like he didn't care. But he also says, it says he also hinted that, you know, something worse is going to happen. Right. Did you catch? Did you catch that? He like, yeah, not. like something, you know. I mean, this, you know, they got something planned. I don't know what. Wow. You don't care. Well, you don't care. I didn't know if you picked that up or not. No, I didn't. But that's something that's very important because they always, always tell us. They always tell us that what they're gonna do. If they, if he says something bad's gonna happen, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. So let's go to Georgia. <laughs> Have you been to Georgia yet? I just I came in late. What a mess! No, we haven't discussed Georgia yet. I got what it all a, in front of me too, with the Fannie Willis and the boyfriend and the, and the married man. And it, it, not only that, but she gave him a check for almost a million dollars the day after he filed for divorce. She so, has to. She has to go to the divorce hearing. He's been subpoenaed. Yeah, well, not only that, but can you imagine that wife is entitled to half the taxpayer funds right there? You know, if yep. that ain't enough money, I'm sure Fanny will get him some more. Pay off the wife for half a million dollars, get her gone. Because you know she's well, going to be entitled to half of it. I found three times that she was at the White House. And they've been colluding with the White House. This is all one big setup. Mm-hmm. They planned this. Now somebody yeah, better, they did. Somebody's got to do something about it. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, you, you got your boyfriend over here, you, and he's never tried a RICO case. He's never even tried any, you know, been a prosecutor. But... This is all taxpayer money. She never had permission to bring in a special prosecutor. And she never had permission to use public money to pay that prosecutor, but she did it anyhow. And I I saw our NBC say, well, it might have been an oversight. A million-dollar oversight? No. you got to get a permit to put a shed in your yard. Never mind. Give away a million dollars in taxpayer money to your boyfriend. And then say, yeah, we're going after the president. Well, she broke federal law. She brought state law. So what are they going to do about it? What are those morons down there in Georgia going to do something about it? They need to impeach well, Probably they nothing to... because uh, with Merrick Garland, he doesn't care. Right? Well, they got a Republican governor down there and a Republican state, a Republican attorney general. They need to do something. You mean a you mean yeah. a rhino governor? Yeah, rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all want Trump gone too, because everybody got their hands in the pie, and Trump will expose them. This is so despicable, and it gets worse by the minute. You know, the the, the no, guy, they, Jack Smith, he keeps... But they've already said, cases. Joanne, by any means necessary, no matter if it's legal or not, 
they can't let Trump be president again. They don't care what they no, have to do. They're Go threatening ahead. to assassinate him. They're threatening to assassinate him. Right. right. That's scary. Oh, they, they'd be happy to start a civil war to make sure that, that Trump is not president again. They don't care. They don't care. And they don't care who they hurt. They have one mission, and it's just destroy one man. That's something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. That half the politicians and courts and, you know, like little hole-in-the-wall freaking district attorneys going after a former president of the United States. Who do these people think they are? And all of them on a mission against one person. Well, actually, a group of people, because they don't like his supporters any better than they like him. Right. You know, they'd be just as happy if we all dropped dead, too. But this is sickening. I never thought I'd see that. You know, when I grew up, it was the United States and patriotism and grand old flag, and they played the national anthem in school in the morning. And, you know, we respected this country, and we respected our veterans, and... We respected our neighbors. Now it's just a freak show out there. You know, and they separated families and they took over the kids and they're teaching them weird things. You know, well, you've heard me say this a few times. We've become the Weimar Republic and it was like this right before, right before the Second World War. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's just a total circus freak show, free for all. In the greatest country in the world, we've got people that are actively seeking to destroy us from within. Why? Why would they destroy the greatest gift God has given mankind? The ability to self-govern to self-sustain. This country has every resource we would need for the rest of history for the American people. And we do take in a lot of migrants, a, a, a lot of new citizens. You know, we could work on maybe taking in a few more. But you don't just jump the border and come in and get cop lunch. They're giving them money. They're giving them clothes. They're giving them shelter. They're throwing kids out of high schools and making them go home and Zoom, never telling the parents. So how are these parents supposed to plan their work week? You just decide one day that the kids aren't coming to school tomorrow? These parents haven't had a chance to get a babysitter or find uh, an alternative so they can go to work. Right. And... That high school is predominantly black. So they're forcing it on the black people. You notice they didn't force it in a high school up in, in upper Manhattan. No, it was the black kids' high school. They're well, not doing they black figure, kids though, David. Joanne, that it's not going to matter. They're still going to vote Democrat anyway, just like they did in Chicago. Why, why do you think they hit those areas? They know... 
there's not they don't expect there to be any political consequences. You know, now it's like a, a, an abused spouse. You know, you just keep taking it and taking it and taking it. Eventually, you got to walk away. You know, how long are you going to put up with that abuse? Yeah, but the thing with globalists, though, is that they they feel that there is no... Uh, you're never going to say something. They figure they can walk all over you for the rest of your life. What are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? That's because they got everybody so divided. They don't know that if they stuck together, they could get results. You know, a coming together is what they need. This is what we need. We need to all come together and say, no, make it stop. We are the Americans. You know, but I mean, they keep slapping the black people around now. This is too much. Well, we got and they try months. to say that conservatives are the racist? No. Yes. Who just threw your kids out of school? It wasn't the conservatives. No conservatives up there. Right. Joe still here? Did, I just, did I just run all over, Joe? No, no, I'm listening. I'm here. I'm okay. Oh. All right. Uh, which, are you watching the debate, Joe? No, I'm rec- I, I record it. I'll go back and get it later. Yeah, what about um, Trump? How do you do it at Town Hall? Well, I don't. I saw a little bit of it. You know, you know those two clowns from Fox. They're right. trying to sandbag Trump. Trump did say one. He says, what? "I got my vice president picked, but I'm not going to tell you." Yeah, I'm sure it's it's somebody good. I would think it would be somebody like Ben Carson. Do you know Ben's going around the country and he's up there in Iowa, going everywhere campaigning for Trump. I like him. I like, I like him, him too. A lot. And he'd be perfect second in command. He's very, very, very smart. One of the smartest people in the country, maybe the world. Oh, yeah. Right. But the only oh, yeah. thing, though, is that is that uh, is he going to be strong enough? Because the thing is, I'm not, I, I like Dr. Carson, but yeah. if they assassinate Trump, are they going to say, oh, no, we have Dr. Carson? Yeah. Dr. Cosby has the qualifications. I'm sure he does, but that's what I'm saying is that would they be would they be okay with uh, because if they went after yeah, I don't, like, I don't think if the much was of a the vice president that they they might not want to to deal with his mouth. Yeah, or well, somebody like Christy Nome. Yeah. They, you know, she's really good, but she's a governor. And that's a very important position. And we might need her, you know, down the road. So she's probably better off keeping her in the position she's in. And when her time runs out, bring her into the administration because she'll be be termed out in two years. But she's a chief executive of a state, and that state is solid red. So... Keeping her there is, is probably not a bad idea. Carrie Lake, she's running for Senate. I don't know if she's ever if she's going to get it or not because they're screwing with her too. But she would be a good deterrent. 
Because if you get rid of Trump, then you got Carrie Lake. Oh, boy. I uh, put Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene in there. <laughs> no way in hell they'd let her be president. I don't know. But I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Ben Carson. But yeah, right, he wouldn't be much of a deterrent. Like Kamala Harris, the only reason they keep Joe is because what are they going to do with her? And if they get rid of her, then they're racist and sexist and phobics and whatever else labels that would be curled. That's why I was thinking that Joe wasn't going to run, which would get rid of Kamala and him if they got him to drop out. She would have to run on her own merit. They wouldn't just automatically let her be president. And Michelle run against him. I think the Obamas are making their move. They're certainly vocal. He's running around campaigning, and she's on all the podcasts and channels and telling everybody how afraid she is. And, you know, God forbid Trump make him to be president. He's going to be a dictator. He wasn't a dictator the first time. We should think he's going to be a dictator now. And our country is not that fragile. Yeah. Like that phony insurrection that they're playing up. You know, do they really think the country's that fragile that a handful of people, even a riot, is enough to overthrow the country? No politicians even made contact with the J6 people. Speaking of which, I wanted to ask uh, Joanne, what do you think about Ray Epps' uh, no-jail-time sentence? Because he's a Fed. Right. You know They did everything but tell you that. When he was telling people to go into the Capitol, there were Trump supporters there pointing at him and saying, Fed, 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 Fed. You can see them in the video. Mm-hmm. They were outing him right there. He was all over the place. He was everywhere. He didn't even show up. For a hearing, they did it by phone. Oh, nice. But they're making Trump sit in court. His mother-in-law is dead. His wife is by herself because he's got to be in court. So they're probably burying the old lady tomorrow. And Trump asked the judge if he could not show up at court tomorrow so he could be with his wife. And the judge declined and said no. Yeah, he did go to the town hall tonight, but it's not a funeral tonight. Right. But what did about the turtles in up in New York where where he refused to let Trump have closing arguments? Yeah. He said it was just going to turn into a campaign speech. What do you mean you deny this guy the opportunity to speak at his own trial, that you're trying to put this guy in jail? Trying to take away his businesses. These people are sick. This is absolutely despicable. Watching this go down and watching it happen to a guy who was a president of the United States. Can you imagine the people that are in jail that didn't have the prestige of being president? When they want to go after you, they go after you. Mm-hmm. And they'll gang up on you. And this is 
Or, this is the organized crime. They are persecuting an American citizen in front of our faces, using our justice system to do it. You know, forget it's Trump for a second. Look at what's going on. How powerful this has become against the people, any of the people. One of the people is too many. You just go after somebody like this, and they're making such a show of it. Right, and even with all the evidence of January 6th coming out, they're still trying to go after people that might have been near Washington, D.C. that day. Yeah, January 6th. The Capitol was taken over with more people not that long after, and no one said squat to them. And they actually did interfere with a congressional process. But that wasn't an insurrection. They don't even know what an insurrection is. And how are you going to overthrow yourself? He was still president January 6th. How's he going to overthrow himself? And this video of the Shama reading Trump's tweet. He's showing people the phone. He's saying, Trump's telling us to go home. And he read the tweet out loud. And some people actually turned around and left. But they're saying that that Trump was insurrecting. He was telling people to go home. That's the lamest insurrection I ever saw. Did you see Higgins on uh, Tucker's program? He did an interview. I haven't seen that one yet. Higgins says there were 300 federal agents in there. Oh, at least. Yeah. And did you know that, guess who was in communication with the FBI director at that time? Oh. Pence. Pence. Of course. Pence was in on it. Of course he was. That's why they gave him the two pieces of silver right in front of us to show us. They always tell us. And you saw Nancy hit him on the shoulder when he, when they gave that to him. Yep. Yeah. They love their symbolism. They showed it in your face right there. There is no two parties. If there were, Mitch McConnell should be freaking out about what's going on with Trump. They should be shouting from the rafters. They should all be as vocal as Marjorie Taylor Greene. But instead, it's just business as usual, and oh, la-di-da. So you're persecuting the head of our party, the leading candidate, and and these people aren't shouting from the rooftops and doing something to stop it. Instead, you got people resigning, so now they got a two-seat advantage majority. they got the Senate, they got the White House. And they are this close to having the House by two members. You know, the, the, there's a lot that the Republicans could be doing. Instead, they're, they're sucking face and just giving them whatever they want. And, you know, they just 
passed this omnibus bill, and this guy Johnson is, is telling us, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, next time we're going to break it down into increments and stuff. We just got to pass it just this once so we don't shut the government down, and then next time we'll get to the Yeah, next time. He said that last time. That's what everybody yeah, says. Right. He won't be yeah, around. They're going to they're, they're get rid of him. Yeah, well, I, I had high hopes for him. But, you know, when you saw him walking down the stairs with Paul Ryan, there's your symbolism again. They're showing you who he is. Yeah. But who are they going to put in there? They're going to fight and argue. And the next thing you know, Hakeem Jeffries will get the... That's what they want, though. Yeah, they'll take a dive and give it to the Democrats. Then what? Then you got a Dem Speaker of the House in a Republican majority house? That's embarrassing. You can't even pull it together enough to pick a Republican Speaker? You might even have some more Republicans retire just so they could let uh, the, the Democrats have a majority. Yeah. No, it's not beneath them to take it out. You already see it coming together. Mm-hmm. And if Trump does become president, what are they ever going to do? They're not going to work with him. Everybody who votes for him better be prepared to back him up, too. They're not going to stop. They're on a mission to destroy that man and us along with him. And nothing will get in their way. Not when you're that close to having a, a one-world government. Yeah, they, they will do whatever they need to right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll suck up to every communist and every dictator, mm-hmm. every terrorist organization. They just hate America to hate America. They don't even know why they hate America. Oh, boy. Wendy Patterson just said, Brett starts his first question trying to trap Trump by accusing him of saying that if the courts don't side with him, that there would be bedlam. What? Where is this? um, Wendy Patterson said it. Wendy Patterson is awesome. If you don't follow her, you should. Wendy P forty five forty five at Twitter, but she's a, one of the best lawyers that I've had the pleasure to read her stuff. And she's a patriot, and her dream job is to work for Cash Patel. She said she wrote recently. Cash Patel is a great patriot. History's going to be kind to that man. He'll probably be the next defense secretary or CIA director. Yeah, he needs a high, high job like that. As high as you can get it. Yeah, like Attorney General, uh, you're right, Defense Secretary. uh, What else did you say? Oh, CIA Director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joshua Hall, this, this just came in on Joshua Hall. You ready for this one? 
Life. Just in, Chris Christie and Mike Pence will endorse Biden and leave the Republican Party when P- Donald Trump wins the GOP nomination, according to a new report. Well, why wait? Do it now. Yeah. We don't need them. Yeah, like all these people, all these celebrities, oh, if Trump gets elected, I'm leaving the country. Leave now. Well, they didn't the leave rush. the last time. They didn't leave the last time. They're still here. I know. Crying out loud, could you just go? Yeah, you're going to announce you're leaving, and then you stick around. No, really, you're not locked in, folks. Hey, did you see the Hunter Biden uh, debacle today in the House Oversight Committee? Oh, yes, I want to talk about that. That was the Good. Most, that was the most set-up, scripted circus. All right, he didn't have to be there today. But the whole front row was empty, and he's got Secret Service protection. So you know the Secret Service had to clear the place before they even let him come in. So he was just a surprise that he showed up at the contempt hearing, that whether they're going to hold him in contempt. He didn't show up for the subpoena. He showed up on the opposite side of the building, had a news conference out front, and then left. Never showed up. So... You see what you saw what they did to Peter Navarro. They had him in shackles at an airport, mm-hmm. and the other one there. Well, what's his name? I know his name like I know my own. He works for uh, Bright um, uh, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, yes. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still going to court. Yeah. Well, you saw what they did to them and others. You know, they bust in their houses in the middle because they didn't show up for a uh, subpoena. They come in their house at 4 o'clock in the morning with guns drawn and haul them off to court. But Hunter Biden can show up on the lawn and not actually go in, and he's got a free pass. And it was just a whole publicity stunt. And the guy with him, that was his sugar daddy. That's the one that bought all his artwork, which... They said he never knew who the buyers were of his artwork. That's baloney. Mm-hmm. That sugar daddy that was with him today bought all the artwork. And plus paid off all his taxes and gave him $9 million. What's that all about? What's he doing for that guy? And the guy looked like they just pulled him out of a, off of a four-day bar crawl. You see that dude? He looked worse than than Hunter did in his bad days. And that's his hey, lawyer. They asked, they asked Hunter, "What kind of crack are you on?" <laughs> I know. I know. I heard somebody yelling that. Are you on crack now? And just when Marjorie Taylor Greene had her turn is the moment they chose to get up and leave. So now instead of hearing what she had to say. All the cameras followed him out the hallway. So we never did get to hear what she was saying. And he was saying, oh, yeah, they, they, you know, she showed naked pictures of him before. Right here in this chamber. So what? Well, then then he shouldn't have been naked with kids. That's all. So yeah. Don't blame her. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the evidence, don't commit the crime. Exactly. And don't leave your stuff around. 
you know, carelessly leave those type of pictures hanging around. But he put them online himself. All that stuff was, you know, because he was going on these porn sites and just uploading his porn to them. So right. people who went to those porn sites could see it. It wasn't just on his laptop. And he was a member of a sex club. He he liked showing himself. That was one of his things. He thought he was Mr. Super Porn Star. And the the Democrats today at that hearing, too. Did you see the guy with the super slick hair? He was just tearing into the Republicans. wasn't making any sense. But he, he had more... All I could focus on was his hair. It looked plastic. And then any time... You know, like Nancy Mace and other women were speaking. All the Democrats had started yelling, point of order and point of order. She couldn't get two words in edgewise. And this is the type of public hearing that, excuse me, <coughs> that's the public hearing that Hunter wanted. Five minutes of everybody mouthing off. That's not going to get you anywhere. And it's always been for hundreds, for hundreds of years or 200 years. When you subpoenaed into Congress, first you have the private deposition and all the lawyers and all that are there. And then after that, you have the public hearing and the rest of, of the committee get to ask you questions mm-hmm. or ask each other questions or yell and scream and shout and put on a show or whatever else they're going to do. But he said, yeah, he'd go to the second part, but not the first part. And what's the sense, anyhow? You know, no matter what you agree to him with, he's just going to get on the stand and plead the fifth. Going to make a big deal out of it. He's not going to go to the private hearing. They're going to make a deal with him. And then they're going to put him on the public thing, and all he's going to say is the same thing Lois Lerner said. Under advice of my counsel, I retain my right to the Fifth Amendment. That's all he's going to say. And it's not going to matter anyhow. You know, his father's going to pardon him if there is ever any charges or a conviction or anything like that. So he knows he's untouchable. And this was just all a freak show today. And it's in our faces. Every day they're smacking us in the face with this stuff. Every day they're chipping away at our, our morale more and more and more. You see what we're doing? You see how bad it can get? You see how bad we can make it for you? Oh, and for the chosen ones, they're above you. Nothing's going to happen to them. And we're going to do it in such a big public way, you're going to know nothing's going to happen to them. But you're going to know better than don't try it at home yourself. Because you're not that important. They're rounding people up that weren't even at the Capitol for January 6th for a Fed surrection. There was no insurrection. Insurrection involves a hell of a lot more violence, guns, um, breaking things, 
you know, if you wanted to overthrow the government, you're not going to do it with a handful of people staying in the ropes on a guided tour. That's not an insurrection. There's an insurrection going on at the border being facilitated by part of our government. They're trying to overthrow us. They're the real insurrectionists. And they're saying about the white supremacists and the racists. Well, you won't find a Republican throwing kids out of school to fill the school up with illegals. They're feeding them. They're sheltering them. They're clothing them. They've invited them. They're giving them money. We're paying them to be here. They're military-aged men. And now they're saying, let's draft them into the, let's invite them into the military and we'll give them citizenship and let's let them be cops. So now these illegals who came here against the law are now going to be expected to defend this country that they don't know anything about. Or you're going to give them the authority to arrest and shoot Americans? They're not American. Well, now we know who's going to be here to take the guns away. Yeah, that's who they're going to send to take the guns away. Obama told us. They always tell us. He said he wanted a civilian army equally armed and equally funded to the national military. He never said he wanted an American civilian army. He just said a civilian army. He's got it. And you know who that's running the show anyhow. It's certainly not Joe Biden. Every one of the members of Biden's cabinet is Obama's cabinet. Obama's running around like he's still running this show, and he is. And his wife's running around like her husband's still running this show, because he is. And he's got his civilian army. And meanwhile, our national army is either deployed or doing drag queen bingo or whatever the hell they're doing. You know, they're more interested in fashion shows. Everything's screwed up. And it's our watch, and we just, we feel helpless because they've divided us. We're not helpless. If we stuck together, if we all said, no, let's make this stop, let's clean the slate and start over, call it truce, do something. But the Democrats aren't going to make out any better than the Republicans. You think think they give a damn about anyone in Chicago? All of those Democrats in Chicago, all those diehard Democrats that are there by their side and stick up for them, you think that they're going to fare any better than, say, some Republicans in Idaho? No. No one gets a seat at the table. You're all suckers. Thanks for the help. I'll be gone. Yeah? Yeah. Just like you got them in, you can get them out, so they got no use for you after you get them in. You know, when they're doing this against this one guy, there is no such thing as only once. Once is all it takes, and then it becomes a pattern. So, oh, yeah, go after Trump, but then stop there. That's not going to happen. And do these oh, other they're Republicans... just they're hitting the practice. This is, this is spring training for them. Right. 
does Nikki Haley think that she's going to get off any better? Or Ron DeSantis, does he think he's going to be treated any better by these people? He's not. Uh, actually, they might. Because if, if they're if they're doing the globalist work, then they won't go after them as bad. Yeah, well, can you imagine if they did do this to Trump and Vivek got in? Now, I know yeah. Trump's not going to pick Vivek as a vice president, but that would be a deterrent to them. Oh, of course. That thing one and thing two, then. You know, if, if you got rid of Trump, you're only going to get the younger version with Vivek. I wouldn't trust it yet, though. You know, he's like I said, he's saying all the right things. I just can't make that 100% leap to him because i I got to see more from him before I, I trust. we still got that other schmuck hanging around. Because of the same thing, you know, come out of nowhere, young and vibrant and saying all the right things and very articulate and bright and, you know, and boy, he screwed us royally, still screwing us, Obama. You know, so I got trust issues because of it. And you're going to have to walk the walk a little more before, you know, I can say, okay, yeah, he is legit. So far he is, but that's not so uh, far he all is, that means yes. is so far. Yeah, so far he is. And in 2028, he will have had four more years to continue walking the walk. And then people will trust him more. If he stays on the path he's on, he's got a really good shot in 28. And it's only four years. You know, we made it through almost to Biden. We still got to go till next January, January twentieth at noon. With, this with is that being be one said, though, Joanne, if, if it if it turned out where Trump accidentally picked the bank, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, I'll just say I that. wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad because, you know, if he did screw up, Trump wouldn't know. And I can't believe Pence just said that him and him and Christie are joining the Democrat Party. Why wait? You're already well, a Democrat. You're already I, a cut I figured vote. Mike Pence would as well, but yeah. Yeah, well, here they are taking up space on on the primary ballot. Chris Christie, you're going to be a Democrat. What are you doing? Even running as a, as a Republican. And the other one, Pence, he ran too. He dropped out, but. Yeah. In the beginning, he was there, too, running as a Republican. So now, why, 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 you didn't get your way, so now you're just going to jump ship? Well, you weren't really a committed Republican after all, were you? Get lost. You won't be missed. You know, now's the time. They're showing themselves. So you can separate the men from the boys. Who's legit and who isn't? And the women from the girls, whatever. You know, that wasn't a sexist comment. That was a adult versus juvenile. Hey, you don't worry. You're you're not on a woke network, so it's okay. Yeah, well, if anybody's out there offended, sorry for your luck. You know what I meant. Don't hey. twist it. 
Unless people are really idiots and you got to spell it out for them. Anyhow. Hey, you know, Joanne. I mean, yeah, Joe. Yeah, I, I was also wanting to bring up this debacle in the defense secretary. What a crap mess that he did. Did I was going to tell everybody he was in for Peroni's disease just so he could deny it and tell us what he was really in for. <laughs> he, you know, he has the nuclear codes. It's a chain of command. It, there's yeah. laws against what he did. He needs to be arrested yeah. and thrown in jail. He broke laws. He put yeah. the country at risk. Yeah, and he was unconscious. And he shifted some of the responsibilities to his number two, who was on vacation. And she didn't even know why. She said, okay, yeah, well, I guess I can work remotely. She didn't know what was the matter. They gave her no information. They didn't tell the president. I'm sure Obama knew. You know, no sense in telling Biden. He won't absorb it anyhow. And the guy has prostate cancer. What's the big deal about it being a secret? Lots of people have prostate cancer and have surgery on account of it. But, you know, if you want to keep it private, fine, I understand. But you still got to do the chain of command. It was an elected surgery. It wasn't like you got rushed to the hospital. So nobody knew you were having surgery, and then you got an infection that almost killed you. And nobody knew that part either. I mean, it was a scheduled surgery. You're supposed to tell somebody in advance, oh, yeah, on January 1st, or what was it, December 22nd. December 22nd, I'm going to have surgery. So, you know, we've got to get everything in order before I go in. He had time to do that. He had enough time to make the appointment and do all the pre-op stuff. He couldn't let the bosses know. And they put the country at risk. Oh, absolutely. Great risk. And now yeah, what well, China's going to do, watch it. You know what China's going to do? They're going after Taiwan. They're going to see how weak this weasel government is or weasel circus yeah. is. Yeah, they just launched another balloon and flying over Taiwan this time. We're going to shoot it down? No. And if Taiwan shoots yeah, it down, shoot down China's going to light up Taiwan. States. You think they're going to go after that? Right. And if Taiwan shoots it down themselves, you know China's going to light up Taiwan. Biden's not going to do anything. And the Secretary of Defense doesn't feel the need to be in touch with anyone. Second in command, is she back from vacation? She was in Puerto Rico. And, uh, you know, I saw somebody on TV saying how grave of a situation this is. Because if, say, Russia decided to launch a nuclear weapon, we have 15 minutes to decide how to respond. And the only one that can sign off on it, other than the president, is the defense secretary. And he has to sign off on it, then the president. And you have 15 minutes to pull that all together to make sure that, you know, it's not coming at you or it is coming at you, how are you going to respond to it? And that has to be done immediately. You can't go looking for the dude, find out he's unconscious in the ICU. Great. See, I'm okay with him uh, 
if he had an accident and was unconscious because nobody would know, but if he knew ahead of time, then that that's uh, that that's non-negotiable. Yeah, he did know ahead of time. It was an elective surgery. They made sure we knew that part. Right. So that was a scheduled thing. That wasn't something that like a, a sudden onset. Yeah, you go through all the testing and you set up the surgery, and then you got to do more testing to make sure you got all your pre-op stuff down. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, even if you're the defense secretary and you're going to a Walter Reed, you still got to wait for the test results. So those take a couple of days to go through pathology and stuff. And then you got to set up the surgery. So you know in advance, get your affairs in order, you're having surgery. So if I'm having surgery, say, January 18th, I would know right now, and I would be able to tell you and say, I can't be there on this day because, you know, I'm going to be out and find somebody to sit in with us, with you. They don't just leave you in the dock. Especially if you're the defense secretary. It comes with a little bit of responsibility. And when the things were handed over to the number two in charge, why didn't she tell everybody? She gets a phone call, okay, you're in charge. And they don't tell her why. So who made the phone call? Who told her? And if they told her, how come they didn't tell the upper levels? And Biden was in the Caribbean anyhow. So no one was around. So who's actually running the show? Not those clowns. Well, the thing is, we got an aircraft carrier over there. We got tankers and ships being shot at by the mm-hmm. Hooties, and nobody's in charge. Yeah, and we're getting thrown out of a wreck. So, yeah, who, who's running the show? We had, yeah, our soldiers were attacked during this time. Like, what, 19 times? Oh, more than and that. And like you said, yeah, and like you said, we we got aircraft carriers and soldiers and all kinds of assets all around the world here at risk. And taking in live fire. And nobody can find the defense secretary. No one's looking for him. When did they even discover he was missing? After four days? And they still weren't looking for him? Don't you check in with the president every day with the other defense secretary? Don't you have daily briefings and things like that? And then the guy lied. He said he was working from home when he was recovering before he went into ICU. Hmm. Probably had sepsis. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. For the That's medical what condition. I heard. But the That's way he I handled heard. it. Oh, by the way, he does not have a good relationship with Biden. No? They hardly even talk to each other. 
well, who chose him then? And why? Well, Biden, he doesn't care about the military. He just figures, okay, it's a cabinet position, fill it. Yeah, we'll well, put a black do guy in me look good. All he does is eat ice cream, run around the White House naked, and sleep. That's all, and go on vacation. Yes. He doesn't do anything. Greg Gutfeld the other night was showing Jill Biden. Now she's just 100% with leading him off stage and stuff. She goes up and gets him and takes his hand and leads him off the stage. Now this is protocol from now on. And they were playing all hail, you know, hail to the chief as he was walking away. And Greg Gutfeld said, oh, I got a better one. And he played the visiting angels jingle. <laughs> As they're walking away, Joe comes up and takes him by the hand, and he played the visiting angels instead of hail to the chief. Unreal. You know, at least we can laugh a little bit, but there's nothing funny about any of this. I'm really scared for our country. I've never been scared before. And, you know, I'm used to being able to fix everything. I'm kind of a big deal in my world. <laughs> and I just, you know, it's up to me to fix everything and keep everything going. And I can't fix this. I need everybody's help. And I don't know how to pull everybody together to let them know that. But we all got to stick together. We got to do something. I just don't know how to get us all together. Well, Brandon's trying to do it. And nobody will believe you anyhow. Can you imagine walking up to a stranger and trying to tell him this story? They would never get it. I don't know. You know, we've been thinking about that and talking about that for years. All the stuff we've learned and and all the inside information we've had and all the research we've done. And then when you try to tell people about it, they're like, they can't do that. Meanwhile, they're doing it, and they're slapping us in the face with it every day. You know, people are beginning to come out of the stupa, but not fast enough. And they still got to hold on a lot of the youth, although a lot of the youth are, don't want any part of, of the establishment. You know, I think some of the kids are getting smarter. And Bernie Sanders hasn't been around for a while, so they're not hooked up on him. Right. His time Bernie came and Sanders, went. He's another loser. You know, he got thrown out of a commune because he wouldn't work. Exactly. You know, these Yeah, he said he communes. was the town philosopher. Right. Yeah, that was his job, was to just spew words. So while everybody else is working the fields or milking the cows or cleaning things and building things and, and fixing things for the betterment of the commune, this guy thought he was just going to go around and melt off to everybody, and that was his job. And he absolutely refused to work, so they threw him out. So he's not a very good communist. You know, he talks about the living wage and the base wage. Well, that's what they did in the commune. didn't matter if you were a doctor or a janitor. You made the same pay. 
but you were expected to work. And everybody lived off the same amount of money, and they shared the proceeds of the commune, but he wouldn't work. And he hasn't had a job since. He really is a town philosopher. You know, he was a mayor of a little town in, in Vermont, and he preached his communism to brain-dead twits, I guess. And then they made him senator. And he's full of baloney, too. He caucuses with the Democrats, and he's supposedly independent. There's nothing independent about him. He 100% votes with the Democrats. Only once in a while he says no. But then he ends up voting for it anyhow, like Manchin. You know, Manchin used to say no, 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 and everybody put their hopes in him, and okay, he's going to stop the Democrats, and he's the only Democrat making sense. And then he always caved to give him what he wants, and he goes along with it. There was no, no, no until he got what he wanted. And I haven't heard a lot from Jim Jordan lately. Why is he so quiet? Oh, he didn't. He was he wasn't quiet today. No. He got in front of the speaker's uh, face and read him the riot act about this bill. Yeah, well, it the was speaker hot. said, "Yeah, well, just this time, we're just going to go along with it this time, and we'll we'll get them next time, and we'll separate the bills and stuff." No, they. Fr- they fried the House Speaker today. They literally fried him. Yeah, well, they better watch what they're doing. Like Fu said, they might be taking a dive and want that Hakeem Jeffries in there. I wouldn't put it past them. Because he was real close to getting the nomination this last time. They only pulled it off with the nick of, you know, in the nick of time with this Johnson guy. They're going to be that lucky next time? You know who they're going to nominate. They went to almost everybody in the house. They don't have it together up there. Oh, they do. And they're just jerking us. You know, they make a little news this way and a little news that way and keep everybody divided, you know, like the Crips and the Bloods, the Democrats and the Republicans. Yeah, and everybody, you know, choose a side. It's, we shouldn't have to choose a side. They should all be working for the American people, both sides. You know, it used to be that they would have differences of ideas, but not trying to take down the country and flood it with illegals and foreigners who don't even know anything about the country, the culture, or any of that. And then paying them to be here with taxpayer money. How long are taxpayers going to pay taxes? You see, New York just realized that now they told all the rich white people to leave, that they're not New Yorkers. And now they're saying, well, you know, it's had a dramatic effect on uh, revenue. Because you said tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich, and we taxed the rich, and then they left. Hannity left. Now what? Yeah, Hannity left. left. 
Yeah, he's in Florida. No, no state income tax. Yeah, and I don't think he's the only one. I think he's he's started an exodus. I think Fox will move to Florida because a lot of their hosts are like, I want to get out of here. Um, Tyrus doesn't live in New York. Yeah, Handy moved. But Tyrus doesn't live in New York. He lives in Louisiana. He flies to work there. And a couple of other than them do, too. Doesn't Dana Perino live in Texas? I don't know. Yeah, I think she does. And that's why you only see her like three or four days a week. Because she flies up to New York and stays there, but then she goes home. And Tyrus loves living in Louisiana. And that other kid, Lawrence Jones, he just moved to New York and he wants out of there. But you always hear them saying, yeah, might as well all go to Florida. You know, once all those, once all the rich people leave, you see what happens like San Francisco. It turns to blight and empty buildings and real estate crashes, commercial real estate. Well, there's still some rich people in San Francisco. Try, there's no rich people in Portland. No, there's no rich people in Portland. But even San Francisco, yeah, you still got them up on Knob Hill. But... And like downtown San Francisco and, and the surrounding areas, I don't know. Property. You're right. Silicon Valley people will just stay in San Jose. They won't go to San Francisco. Right. And even Silicon Valley is is breaking up. A lot of those places moved to Texas and Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dana so Perina lives in. She lives in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was living in Texas. But even New Jersey. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do here, guys. But we better figure it out. And I hope that people start to get legit. You know that you're always going to have the diehard activists and the paid activists and the, and the twits, but there has to be a, a, a patriot awakening soon, and maybe it is happening. But we're about to find out. You know, it's been a rough three years, and the next year is going to be even rougher. So buckle up. This is for all the marbles and the. Radicals are not going to give it up easy. And like Prue said, by any means necessary, I'm scared to death of what they're going to do. If all these court things fail, what other options do they have? You know, they really are trying to spark a civil war. Can you imagine if they harmed him? If they if they assassinated Trump, I think the whole world knows who did it. Yeah, they'd all be blamed for it. Every one of these radicals that threatened them. Yeah, they will not be treated kindly. And even if they didn't do it, they're going to get blamed for it. So, if the Democrats were smart. 
they would make sure nothing happens to him. You know, I don't even want to see a scratch on him. They better stop protecting him. Because they are not going to be treated well if something happens to him. They're not going to get any love for that. They're not going to get any brownie points. Think they're willing to do that? They think that, you know, by taking him out, that's going to end the issue of Trump? No, it isn't. That's going to make a martyr out of him. You know, he's going to be the cause. Well, the thing is, if he's up. beating in, in areas that were liberal, if Trump's beating Brandon by by five to eight points, you uh, of course they're going to make him a martyr. It's blatantly obvious. Yeah, well, they already say that he's pulling 20% of the black vote. So that's a big number for any Republican. That's a really big number. And they can't afford to lose that. No, if they assassinate Trump, guy, John. Then I, wonder, I wonder how much that 20% goes up. Right. The, the black people Chicago. like Trump. Look at Chicago. They're crying out. Bring us Trump. We want Trump. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, we're, now we're talking about it. Mega Black is launching in a city near you. Join our team today, megablack.org. There you go. You know, they were intimidating black people into denouncing Trump. Well, that ain't working now. They're like, no, we ain't denouncing them. One one lady said, I want my Cheeto Puff president back. <laughs> things were better when he was around. There, things were better, too. You could afford groceries. Now people are getting deeper and deeper in the hole. They're using their credit cards more. Well, the uh, Trump campaign is thinking about making a play, listen to this, for New Jersey yeah. and New York. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't surprised. So me. he's going to start oh, doing the... speeches in places he didn't do it last time. Yeah, they're, they're going to get a place in the Bronx. Who is? Trump. They're looking for a place for him to campaign in the Bronx. He should. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll all come out. I mean, they're they're totally frustrated up there. I mean, it's worse than worse. That you know, people are smart, and they were, you know, browbeaten into denouncing Trump. You know, some remember when. They would ask people who you're voting for, and they'd go, I'm voting for Trump. They'd whisper it. 
because they didn't want anybody to hear them. They didn't want to get canceled. Now they're announcing it. That's good. You know, the more they try to beat us into submission, the more we resist. So we, uh, well, we got this little pause here. You want to do a broccoli man? I was just going to ask if you wanted me to handle business. Yeah, let's let's do broccoli man. Okay, we can do that. Right. Well, you have it there. So this week's yeah, episode is the absolute wokest. And then when we get done, uh, Vito's going to join us. Oh, Vito, I'm glad to hear from him. I was wondering how he's so, doing. So, Vito, we're going to play Mr. Broccoli, and then we'll bring you in. All right. Are you ready, Joanne? I'm ready. All right. I'll count down real quick here. So, three, two, one, action. I am glad the Epstein list is finally becoming public. Many of us in the truth movement already knew this. But hopefully these child traffickers will go to prison and the public will stop supporting these sickos. Dumbass. Gag. The sad thing is, whenever we are close to exposing the globalists, they set up another event where they pull the wool over the public's eyes so we do not arrest them for doing what they do. I am worried the globalists will try and hit us even harder because they are getting exposed with the Epstein files. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. We need to get justice for what they did to us during these COVID gene therapies. Worldwide they killed over 20 million people with the gene therapies. Everyone knows Brandon sucks and does not run anything. No one trusts the government. But nothing ever happens. We all need to share this information out like our life depends on it. Hey broccoli person. I hate you so much. Why do you hate globalists so much? They do a lot of great things in the world. Like Planned Parenthood. They help us get abortions even after the baby is born. I am not into babies being born and then being killed while they are alive. That's because you are too extreme. How is not wanting to kill babies after they are born considered extreme? This was literally illegal until Brandon was president. Every single year before that you would get arrested for murdering a baby. That's because you are not for women's rights. Bruh. Do you even know what a woman is? It is someone acting as a woman. Especially if they have a junk on their person. That is not a definition. You cannot use a word to say what the same word is. Can you define a woman without using the word woman? I do not know. I am not a gynecologist. Huh? Then why are you dressed like a woman if you do not know what a woman is? 
I am more of a woman than a normal woman because I have a junk on my person. Why are you so afraid of saying what a woman is? I am sure you know what one is. How are you better than a woman? How are you even a woman? I am a woman because I wear women's clothing and wear makeup. I also go to women's restrooms. I am loving and liberal because I am a trans. It is wrong and immoral now to be as a man or a woman. It is about the new communist way of thinking. We do not believe we should be men's or women's. You are extreme if you think you are a male or female. You think male and female is outdated? I would be willing to pay you to milk a bull. You can also go to my chicken coop and see if my rooster lays eggs. Yuck. How dare you have chickens? I can't wait until it is illegal to eat meat. I would never touch an egg. You meat eaters need to get re-educated in a FIMA camp. You need to think about how us vegans feel and be more like us. We will make it a law so we can keep our freedom. People should be allowed to eat soy products and also eat Z-bugs. See. Here is the issue. People like us do not care what food you put in your body. If you want to eat GMO soy or eat bugs go for it. More food for me. You can act as a communism in a capitalist society. But it is impossible to live as a capitalist in a communist society. Plus, in a communist world, only the 1% own things. Why don't you hate on them? Well, of course, the 1% should be able to do what they want. We do not care. They should own things because they are the ones that tell us what bugs to eat. They produce the soy products we eat. People like Gilobolists are the ones that help make our world great. His lies and ecogene therapies gives us heart conditions. He is so loving and liberal. Don't you know Brandon legalized heart attacks for the children? Why are you such a globalist chill? Don't you know the New World Order is going to scoop you up too and take everything in your life away? My goal is to own nothing and eat Z-bugs. I am a trans vegan who is loving and liberal. You cannot be a woman just because you like wearing makeup. You are just a nutjob. Oh yeah? You should go on to my only trans page when I have my webcam shows. I will show you how great of a trans I am. Wow. So that means you have no skills to speak of. I am sure no one would like to work in the same building as you. So you have to resort to try and get paid by getting tokens so people can watch and laugh at what you are doing. Being an only trans is hard work. It is much harder work than your job. At least I work for myself. You are right. I am sure showing everyone your ice cream cone is much harder than catching child traffickers and arresting them all day. At least I do not worry who is on Epstein's flight logs. Those are the only people in this world I respect. So, you only respect the 1% people that have gotten away with diddling children? who died and left you as the moral police. You are not even a 1% person. Those that have no moral have no compass to know what is even right.
you are so dumb that you cannot even watch CNN and see what we have to believe in today. At least I know how to go out and glue my junk to the ground so I can speak up for trans people supporting Hamas. We are going to teach Palestine how to be as loving and liberal. Once they can learn how to become trans they will accept us and also become trans. Bruh. That's not how it works. You are just afraid that the Hamas people will accept us and join us to put all you old fogies that are Christian and Jewish into the FEMA camps. That do not exist. Huh? By the way what even are your pronouns? I am as im slash zir. If you say he slash him it proves you are a racist. Only he slash him or her slash she pronouns are 100% racist. Liberals unfortunately need to learn their lessons the hard way. They think communism is all fun and games. They will not ask the citizens of China, Iran, Venezuela, or Cuba how great communism is. Of course we'll not ask them. They do not know how great they have it. All they do is complain. As I was saying. Do not be afraid of these Wokotopians. Stand up for yourselves. Also, check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof is on at freedomizerradio.com. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Do not let them bully you into wearing scams, getting more gene therapies, or getting a microchip. Get educated. Go to freedomizerradio.com. See? You bees are such a loser. You are such an extremist for not wanting to wear a scam, get a gene therapy, or get a Lysenica Freedom microchip. That is how we divide us patriots that are loving and liberal. Against you losers who just let everyone always see your face and still pay with cash money. My ideas are better than your because I got them from CNN and Klaus Schwab. <laughs> that was a good one. I get so upset with that uh, afterbirth abortion thing. I'm glad you brought that up in this broccoli so, man. So do I. Yeah. Um, once the baby is born... The woman is no longer pregnant. So it's not my body, my choice. It's no longer in your body. You don't have to make that choice anymore. So that's murder. Once that baby's born, it has all the rights and privilege of any other American citizen born in this country. And the first right they have is the right to life. You know, whatever you feel about abortion... Uh, I opened up Vito's microphone while we're talking here. Hey, Vito. Hey, I'm glad you're here. How you feeling? Yeah, better. Coming along. Yeah, you're recuperating all right? Coming along. You know, I got to have uh, some more surgery done, but, you know, that's not until next month. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just a bone graft. It's nothing nothing serious. It's just a bone graft, but, you know. The doctor told me that it's probably not going to... I mean, you know, it's on the ankle, just above the ankle, so they have to, uh, they're going to take it from the hip. You know, hopefully it's from my good hip, because from this accident, my, my, my hip that was starting to go bad went really bad. Oh, my. So, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm still, still walking with a walker, 
I can't put any it's I can't put any pressure on my uh, on my left leg. You know, mm. uh, you know I can't I can't walk just by you know with, normally. I need to walk yeah. or, or it's uh, you know it's uh, you know no it's nothing you know it's, if that I'm going to sit down and do nothing so I might as well just get around on the walker. Yeah, you got you got to push through it. Man, yeah, yeah I, I was thinking about you. I had noticed that you hadn't been around, and then when you said you had to, yeah, I've, the been, I've been falling, I've been falling asleep early a lot. Yeah, you know, so it's just well, I'm, I'm just. Uh, well, that's all right. Check so in though, because we, we. Yeah. Do well, really I care. text proof every day. I always send the messages and stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that. But yeah, well, it's great to hear from you. So, what's going on? What's on your mind? You, you listening to all this craziness? Well, I was listening to you before when you said you were starting to get scared. Mm-hmm. I've I am scared. You know, I've you never saw been what scared happened, You saw what's going on in Ecuador? No. You don't know what's going on in Ecuador? No, tell me. Well, you haven't seen that? Well, yeah. So not yet. there was a live. Uh, there, there was somebody doing a live newscast, and and. Uh, some uh, some thugs took the the newscast hostage on live TV. Oh my! Wow. There's more to it than that, but uh, Vito, you might know more yeah. than me. I just remember well, seeing that one. Apparently, uh, some some drug kingpin in Ecuador. Now, apparently, now they, they've gone to Ecuador, broke out of jail, and his supporters have taken to the streets. Oh. And it's basically become an armed, uh, uh, what do they call it? An armed, not an attack, but an armed uh, insurrection. <laughs> insurrection, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you that know, would be a real and, insurrection. Uh, and and they and they actually broke. They got into some news station, and they actually during the uh, news uh, cast, they 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 held guns to the heads of. A country where you're not even allowed to to carry a gun. I think you're only allowed to have one gun in Ecuador, and that's it. And uh, you know, this is a country where criminals have gotten guns, and they held, um, and they put, uh, yeah. you know, they 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 they, they held bombs to them. Um, you know, make 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 uh, they made their own bombs, and they they held shotguns. There are people pleading. Just you know, wow. just listen to them. I guess I, I don't. My Spanish is not that good, so I couldn't say exactly what they were saying. But there was fear there. Yeah. So. As soon as we get off the air, I'm going to look that up because uh, that, that's important to know. Yeah. You know, and and that's coming here. Yeah. So make no mistake about already it. Already here. Make no mistake about it because as soon as it starts to get where people are starting to get fed up with this, and people are like you said, people are waking up to what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. They, they, uh, when they were putting the uh, the illegals and, and you know they call them migrants, but they're freaking illegals. That's all they are. In uh, in Floyd Bennett Field, and I listen to Curtis Sliwa all the time on the radio, and and he yeah. was saying back then that where they put them, it's a flood zone. There's no way that they should be put there. And what mm-hmm. does the city do? They make a deal with the federal. Uh, I think Hochul makes a deal with the federal government. Because I think it is federal land, and uh, they put tents up there. And and yesterday we had really bad wind here yesterday and rain, but the, yeah. the winds were over seventy miles an hour. And and uh, before the wind started getting crazy, they 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 shipped them out to uh to one of the local to, to our high school that was kind of out of the way. Um, yeah. 
from where from where they were. There were plenty of other places closer to put them, other schools that were close close by. And uh but they chose Madison High School, which right. uh which is Schumer's old school, which is Sanders old school, um mm-hmm. uh Ruth Buzzy Ginsburg, it was her old school. Um Yeah. They 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 put them all they put them all in there and then this morning I was watching the news and they had the uh, uh, the deputy commissioner from the uh, uh, from the city's uh, emergency management and they were the ones that were responsible for getting the illegals from Floyd Benefield to Madison High School and he was saying that it was because of the wind and he said yeah. and he said. Uh, 60, I think he said, I'm pretty sure it was 60, could have been 65, but he said once it hit that trigger number, we had to start moving people out. And he said 60 miles an hour or thereabout. And yeah. when I was, and those tents, they don't, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to hold up the 60 mile an hour winds. No, those right? are gale force winds. Yeah. And those, those tents are going to go flying off, get pulled out of the ground. So I was listening to Sleewood today, and he was saying that. Uh, those wind, those tents at 30, 35 miles an hour, they start coming, you know, they start flying off uh, off the stakes or whatever. There's, there's no way that they're going to, uh, 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 yeah, you know, that. stand. There's no way they're going to stand. And But we had this guy on Channel 5 go on and say that, oh, well, you know, it was it was uh, 35 miles an hour. No, it was, it was, it was, it was the flooding that was going to happen, and it was the wind, the high wind. Right. But not 60 miles an hour, like he said. What a waste of money and resources. Totally, complete waste of money. Absolutely, yeah. it's a waste of money. Yeah. And, and it's now, only going to get worse. And, and, yeah, and now you they're throwing the kids you out had, of school. You had, um, you had a, a, a Floyd Benefield, uh, just the other day, you had a whole bunch of cars. There was a luxury, well, Toyota van and a, and a, and a, a Toyota... SUV, the Sequoias, without plates that were towed from from the grounds where the illegals are, and it turns yeah. out that those vehicles were belong, belong to the illegals. Yeah, and, so and they're living pretty much, you know. I mean, you're going to get a car like that, you live in a where, where, where did they get the money for this? I mean, if these are people who are living, you know, because they can't survive. They have no no means of of surviving. How can they afford uh, uh, you know these kinds of vehicles, especially a Sequoia, which is a pretty damn right. big. It's about a seventy thousand dollar truck. Right. If you got if you got enough money to buy one of those, you could probably get an apartment. And then some. They shouldn't have been here. That's my thing. They shouldn't be here at all. They shouldn't be here. And there's no end in sight. And no. what Joe Martin said a minute a little while ago. Was Mayorkas said there's worse coming? Oh, there's, there's going to be. Listen, there is. They said 10 million have come in since Biden's been president. Yeah, it's more like 15 million, and then at least three to five million got away too. Yeah. You know, they keep telling us there's 11 million in the country. That's what they told us 15 years ago. Yep. So then uh, there was more you like know, 20. Let me ask it was you, so like, what did AOC say about this? Um, I don't know if she said anything. Um, oh, she said I we, don't sh- think- we, 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 the best way to fix this is make everybody in the world legal. Oh, okay. Come in. As, as far as illegal, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Like I said, I didn't hear what I, – I, I really um, – if I heard the news, um, you know, uh, 
it's usually I'm on, I'm listening to uh, Newsmax, and uh, uh, every once in a while I'll flip through Fox, but only only to more the Fox business than anything else. And uh, you know, yeah, well, these AOC's countries really that are unloading that much. These these countries that are unloading all these these migrants on us, they're making good use of it. They're still taking our foreign aid, but now you know they're gonna doing pretty well without all these people. They don't have to support well, anymore. Well, when I when when they were doing news story uh, yesterday, people coming off the buses at the school, there were Asians coming off that bus off the buses. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, well, they said so about they, ninety thousand Chinese are here. Wow, that's a pretty big army too. Military age men, Chinese, no less. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there's no Chinese women. They're all military age men, and ninety thousand wow. people didn't just leave China. That didn't happen. China sent them. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is involving whole governments and world governments. This is not this just is a, a bunch of this is, cartels. This is a big conspiracy. This is a big conspiracy. 100% yeah. this is a big conspiracy. Yeah, well, they want uh, you to focus on some illiterate drug dealer in Mexico that's pulling this off. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. You, you know, There's I more mean, these people... Now. A lot Yeah, yeah the, the Mexican cartels, they're not educated people. They're not... You know, people who are able to run around the world and recruit millions of migrants and transport them. That did not happen. That involved governments. It involved NGOs. It involved all American money. We're paying for our own replacement. We have been invaded. There is a foreign army here, and we are quartering them. They're even asking. They're going to be taking over people's houses soon. You know, they're only yeah. throwing the kids out of school right now. What do they take over people's houses? That's going to you know, come next. Yeah. Of course it is. And we're paying them to be here. They step over the border. They get a cash card. They get fresh clothes. They get a ticket to wherever they want to go. They get shelter and food and everything for their you know, travel. There, there, there was a sheriff in, in Texas who was... Uh, uh, talking about about you, you bring up the cards. He was saying the government has given them five thousand dollar bank cards. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that might have been Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas. No, it was it was. Yeah, well, he, it may have come through him, but it's, it's it's it was reported through some sheriffs down down in. Uh, oh. down yeah, they in, got uh, UN in, cards in, and in they Texas. got American cards. Wow. Yeah. Um, USAID and the American Red Cross are giving them cards, plus the UN's giving them cards. So they got plenty of money. And then they pool their money. Of course, they can afford a brand new $70,000 car. You know, a couple wow. of them go in on it. It's, wow. it's literally an army. Them, uh, yeah, you have them now uh, starting to uh, commit crimes. Uh, Eric Adams said, yeah, some of the, some of the crimes being committed in, uh, in the shoplifting crimes are illegals. Yeah, Eric Adams, he's another one who's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. He's saying that he's supporting 200,000 migrants, right? Yeah, Well, Texas Texas sent 13,000. Where'd the rest of them come from? Oh, yeah, they're going to ban the buses from Texas, and Texas this, Texas that. In the meantime, Biden's flying them in, bussing them in, 
um, James O'Keefe just did a report today about the Biden buses. These buses ain't coming from Texas. They go every hour on the hour to the airport. Yeah, they've been um, flying them. They've been flying them into Seward Airport, uh, uh, up uh, outside of New York City. Yeah, and they pick them up in the buses and bring them to the shelters. You know, if they see a bus with a Texas plate on it, they're going to send all the news cameras there. You're going to get 48 people on a bus, and then they're going to start freaking out. In the meantime, 100,000 of them are coming in the other way. You know, 13,000 people were sent by Texas to New York. Where'd the rest of them come from? If you're claiming you're supporting 200,000. They came from Biden, and they're being strategically placed throughout the country in all the major cities because when the chips hit the fan, that's who you're going to be fighting. That's who they're going to turn on, the Americans. It'd be a lot easier to get them to shoot at Americans than other Americans. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yes, we have invaded ourselves with an army, and the only thing missing is the blue helmets. They're all wearing blue helmets when they come over that border. Everybody would know what it was. But the only thing, though, is is that at the end of it, if, if they successfully take over the United States, then there's going to be a war within them because they don't know what country is going to claim the U.S., whether it's South right. America, whether it's the Islams, or whether it's China. And then yeah, it's going to be all tribal regions. Right. Yeah. We have all tribal regions, and the American people, they're the ones that are going to get drafted and put into foreign wars. Meanwhile, the homeland, your back is, you left your flank open. You left all these illegals here, and you can't legally draft them. They're not American. So while they're sitting around. They'll let them join the military if they want. Yeah, and then they'll turn them against the Americans. Nobody else wants to be in the military right now. No. You know, Biden will leave you behind, to leave your equipment behind. You saw the way he left Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. There's American hostages being held in in, in Gaza. Gaza, yeah. But Biden, he just goes on vacation, hasn't mentioned them once. Not even negotiating with them to get them back. So... If you're American, don't expect any help. No help's coming. Nope. Try to help every one of those illegals. And the black people who were so loyal to the Democrat Party, they're the first ones getting screwed. You know? Yeah, also... Any white kids that were thrown out of that high school? Scandinavia uh, just announced, I think it was today or yesterday, that they were going to deport all the illegals out of their country. Good. They're smart. Oh. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You know, that your, your transfer um, Hamas there that was on that Broccoli Man proof, I was reading an article the other day about how the, some trans activists went over there to help, and they beheaded them. Yeah. Yeah, so that didn't go well. You see these big signs and banners walking down the streets in New York. Oh, yeah, gays for Hamas and 
gays for Palestine and stuff. Yeah, you go over there and start announcing you're gay, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to change their mind. They're going to remove yours. <laughs> yeah, you, you can say all that stuff here, and we're quite accommodating. But don't expect that everywhere else. You know, that's like the chick that went to Russia with the vapes. You know, she thought she was all that, and she hated America, and she was going to show yep. us. And then, yeah, she she thought that she was big shot. She was full of herself. And the next thing you know, her butt was in jail. Actually, it's himself. Yeah. Yes. Or himself. <laughs> but found himself in jail. Yeah. And then yeah. it's all help, help. I love America. Come save me. Yeah, you hated America when you left to go there. All of a sudden, you love America. That is the truth. Yeah, these people don't That's understand. Legit, my, my favorite protesters, though, Joanne, are the ones that, mm-hmm. that super glue themselves to the ground. Oh. <laughs> Those are my favorites, too. I saw some of them being, like, physically removed, yanked. I'm sure half their skin was still on the pavement. Whose idea was that? That was stupid. That was stupid. You're going to glue yourself to stuff. Yes, they did. I know. Some some kids glued themselves to one of those Listen, you got kids concrete barriers. Pods. Say it again. You got kids eating Tide Pods today. Of course they're going to glue themselves to the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about the Tide Pods. My generation didn't eat Tide Pods. We didn't have them then, but even if we did, they wouldn't have eaten them. My generation had Pop had pop Rocks, but that's about it. Yeah. That's about it. Yep. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm sick of coddling these people. You know, and and quit going along to get along. You know, if someone's talking trash, most of the time we just roll our eyes and walk away. Now, you know, you call them out and say, you know, that's stupid, and then walk away. No, but now, now, you know, they don't even know what they're talking about. uh, When when the kids, when those kids glued themselves to the ground at that Volkswagen dealership, and uh, and the the owner of the dealership just shut the lights off on them and and let them sit there, and then they were upset that, well, how come he didn't feed us or let us go to the bathroom? Well, you glued yourself to the ground. You, you could have gotten up. What was their reason What was their reason for doing that at a, at a car dealership? They were protesting gas. They want, they want yeah, all electric vehicles. They want gasoline bans. Yeah, they don't even know, you know what the, they're talking about. About gasoline and oil, they call it fossil yeah. fuels. It's not fossil fuels. It's not fossil you know, fuel. That's, that's, no. It, 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 it keeps, oil and, oil keeps, re, our, our earth keeps making oil. Yeah. But it's done with a, with a process of pressure and methanes and a whole bunch of different things, not Correct. fossil fuels. And there's more oil under that ground than there is water above ground. Wow. And it keeps replenishing itself. And a long time ago, one of, one of like the Charles Schwab people got the media 
to start calling it fossil fuels so that it would appear that it was finite. It's not finite, and it's not dirty, and you need carbons. Carbons right. need trees. There was no carbon. We wouldn't plants. exist. Right, and neither would the plants. Nope. Plants, nope, and plants give off oxygen. It's, it's like third-grade science. I don't yeah, know how they got people to deny that. They're telling you that we don't want any carbon. We want zero carbon. Yeah, well, we are the carbon they want to eliminate. And there's no need to eliminate people. They just don't like us or something. Because logistically, there is no reason to get rid of people or cows or any of that. We all are part of the same ecosystem, and we depend on each other. There's too many of us. That's that's what they claim. But there isn't too many. They can't control us. That's why. Right, that's what it is. It's a control thing. There's too many of us for them to control. So they want to cut, they want to cull the herd so they can control us. But logistically, with the planet, we are not a threat to the planet. And we're not even having enough babies to replace ourselves. Um. So our, our people are getting older. And there's not enough young people. So we're going to die off sooner, too, because there's going to be no one to take care of you. Their one-child policies and stuff is all backfiring. But the more people they can control, the more resources they can control. And these climate activists know damn well that it's not fossil fuel. There is fossils mixed in with it, but that would happen with any planet that self-sustains. Nothing ever leaves the planet. It goes back into the planet. It turns into something else, whether it's a carbon or a gas or, you know, plant matter. Go back into the ground as a nutrient for other vegetation. So... It's all self-sustaining. It's God's master plan, and these people are trying to interfere with it. If God didn't want all these people on the planet, it wouldn't be all these people on the planet. Correct. You know, if you remember Pompeii? Remember Pompeii? That volcano, the gas killed a lot of people long before the lava hit them. So that got rid of a lot of the population. The same thing with the dinosaurs. Something happened, so they needed to be gone, they're gone. But we're getting getting snook it all around, and it's all about money and power. It's always about money and power. Yeah, there's never been a moral, yeah, there's never been no morality behind it. It's all, nothing about power, all about power. Right. And, you know, the the Schwab people, that, that type's. The eugenicists, they say they want to kill 90% of the population, but they want to do it painlessly. And then did you see Mark Zuckerberg was showing himself with a stake today on his pages, and he was saying about how him and his family uh, are raising cattle, 
and they're plant-based fed or something cattle. And his kids and his wife, you know, tend to the herd. It's only a small herd, and they're just learning. But he had this big steak on the table. But I thought I thought cattle was no good because it polluted. It, it, it put more CO2 in the air. Yeah, but see, he treat he feeding them only a, a plant-based diet, which cows should have anyhow. But he's done something now that they don't fart as much. Yeah, sure. But, you know, he's sitting in front of this steak, a big, huge ribeye steak. And he was saying, well, of all my hobbies, this one's the most delicious. So now it's okay to eat steak because Mark Zuckerberg is growing it. It's just got to be his kind of steak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was rather... Oh, he's loving and liberal, all right, with a big, fat, juicy steak in front of him. Yep. And it was on Facebook, too. Wow. I have to, I have to look this up. I'm going to look it up later when I get off. Yeah. I saw it. I should have posted it on my page so I would have it. Yeah, right, I didn't feel there. like sharing it. I saw it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. it's right there on his page. No, I said I did not share it. If you're talking about Mark Zuckerberg, he shared it. Yeah, he shared it. My goodness. Everybody get your vaccines because I'm telling you right now, Gonna come soon, very soon. Yeah, something's up. Chaos that's gonna come is going to be really bad. Yeah, that's what Mayoka said. You got a link on that? I just, I just told I my leg. Yeah, he, threatened, he threatened them with that. Yeah, I heard about that. Hey, hey, Joanne, I sent it to you. All right, thank you. Yeah, I did. Um, if I sent it to you, you can send it to Vito. I don't have his contact. Oh, I'll change that. Yeah, he writes, started raising cattle at Kulaw Ranch on Kauai, and my goal is to create some of the highest quality beef in the world. The cattle are Wagyu and Angus. And they grow up eating macadamia meal and drinking beer that we grow and produce <laughs> here on the ranch. <laughs> Meanwhile, he has his uh, underground bunker. Yep, he yeah. does. A huge one. Yeah, it says here, uh, we want the whole process to be local and vertically integrated. Each cow eats 5,000 to 10,000 pounds of food each year. So that's a lot of acres of macadamia trees. So he's growing trees. Remember he said trees were bad? Anyhow, right. my daughter's helped plant my daughter's helped plant the Mac trees and take care of our different animals. We're still early on the journey and it's fun improving on it every season. Of all my projects, this is the most delicious. And there he is with this big it looks like it's medium rare too. I like my steaks medium rare. Yeah, so he's a carnivore. Absolutely. Is, Listen, they're all hypocrites. Listen, I, 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 I you know, I, I, it, there was 
you got guys that are on Facebook now. They're doing like you know interviews in, in, in schools and stuff, and they're talking to some women. And one woman calls a guy a misogynist. So he asked her, "What's a misogynist?" And she couldn't answer him. She didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Yeah, because they hear a word and then they they spread it all among themselves. They don't know what it You're means. Doesn't matter what it means. It's the word of the no. day. You're racist. They don't even know what racist racist is anymore. They yeah, racist anything. is the chick that they just got fired from Harvard. She didn't even get fired. She's still tenured, and she's still getting the same paycheck, but she's laying low. In the meantime, the the work that she plagiarized was from an actual credentialed scholar, black woman named Carol, Doctor Carol Swain. It was her words that that got stolen. Crazy. So she even ripped off another black chick. Well, they don't, they don't, they don't, she's not thinking for herself, so that's why they're teaching all these other kids not to think for themselves. Yeah, in the meantime, Dr. Swain is, is like Dr. Carson. She's brilliant. She's, I mean, learned. She has, she's published lots and lots of work. Then the chick stole the work and got the job at Harvard. And now she's, and they can't get rid of her. No, they can't and get rid of her because, because racism, because you're all racist. Yeah, but if you're if you're a Harvard student and you get caught plagiarizing, you're not going to get a do-over. You're not going to say, okay, well, I'll just add some quotation marks and still didn't cite the real author. Never once credited Dr. Swain for the work. Look up Dr. Carol Swain. I admire and respect her immensely. What a brilliant mind. They had her on the war room this uh, last week talking oh, yeah? about that. Yeah, she's great. She is. She's fabulous. I could listen to her speak just for hours and then hang on every word. She's just that easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. And easy to understand, and she just knows so much. And that that woman from Harvard, Dr. Gay, there, she isn't. She had very little published work. She had a couple of, you know, like rants that were posted in a newspaper once, but no books, no white paper, no nothing. She got the job because she's hardcore liberal and black, and she played that black card all the way to the top. When the real brilliant mind that wrote the work that she stole, who's also black, she didn't get offered the job. How come? They should have been trying to recruit her. This this was one of the most prestigious colleges in the world. And now it's just another indoctrination factory. You know, people used to aspire to send their children to Harvard. Now they're like, you really want to go to Harvard? (sighs) Yeah, it's just, this is too much. These people are insane. 
and and we put up with it. And I don't understand why. Because nobody's doing nothing about it, just like Congress isn't doing anything about everyone that's going in there into Congress and purging themselves, and nothing is being done about it. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, oh, he's bad. Now we got this. We got this. Uh, uh, the the the, uh, uh, the prosecutor from Atlanta who who gave the case to her her boyfriend to prosecute. Yes, uh, her married boyfriend that and she's been on cruises he with. And, criminal law. No, and that's the one that and, and that's tried. the one that met with uh, in Brandon's White House before uh, going out there. Right? Was that the same one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know she. I was read there. something I about Fannie Willis's mentioned. boyfriend that uh, that went to Brandon before uh, doing something. Wow. Yeah, he, he went it's four all times. All coordinated from the White House. Right. Exactly. He went four. He went to the White House four times. Wow. Yeah, probably to see Obama. Just <laughs> it wow. would take four tries for Biden to remember him. They took him four times. Um, hey, 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 Joanne. This yes. just came out. Carol Swain put this on her uh, Twitter account. Obama could be the next president of Harvard University. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. Why not? Could be. You know, but there's more to that. She's probably saying he's a plagiarist too. Yeah, he's a diversity hire. You know, and, and I mean, well, if you if you, you, know, you had to hire a black woman, it should have been someone like Carol Swain. That would have brought prestige back to the university. But instead, you just get another black eye. You know, and how many people followed through with taking their donations away? Are they still withholding donations? Because I mean. They didn't really get rid of the chick. They just kind of shuffled her around. You know, people graduate Harvard now. You might not want to tell people you went to Harvard. A lot of big yeah. companies don't want to hire you. If you're a no, snowflake. They, they yeah, they don't want to deal with it. Right? They do not want to yeah, deal just with it. They don't want to hear about your nonsense deep. politics. You know, you're nothing yeah, but, you're but trouble. Yeah, who the hell wants to put up with that? You know, listen to bratty kids all day. You don't want to deal with them at school, too. Or at work. I wouldn't hire them. Too much drama. Too lazy. They think they're, you know, they want a million-dollar paycheck with a $10-an-hour ethics. They want to start at the top. They don't understand how things work. And that's our fault, too. You know, when you fell and, and bang your head, when you were in our generation, your mother would say, don't do that again. I'll learn from that. You know, now they, they go running, oh, my baby, oh, we're going to rush you off to the doctor. And Are you all right? You want some ice cream? And You know, we coddle them. 
put bubble and wrap around asked, them. They asked, they asked parents. There was uh, another thing I saw on Facebook. They did interviews of, of mothers. Would you kill to defend your child? I mean, it's not, you know, it, it, they didn't specifically say if someone was coming to hurt your child, would you kill your child? But, you know, you've got to assume that if you're going to kill somebody, protect your child. It's obviously because they're coming to harm your kid. So you're going right. to you're gonna defend your kid. And, and there were mothers, mothers who were saying they would not. Mm. They would not. What force is so powerful? What force is so powerful that it could turn a mother against its own child? Evil. Nothing but nothing but the devil. That's it. Right. Wow. You're if somebody's evil. coming to harm my child. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah. You better oh, be right with Jesus. Not, Tell not him you'll be right not along. Not be a bully, but actual physically gonna. I'm gonna come do serious yeah. harm to your kid. I'm gonna. You're gonna do what you can to stop that. You know, right. Violence is violence. Violence violence. That's it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not bullying in schoolyard baloney, but if somebody is coming to kill you, your child, or do yeah, serious harm, maim them, something. Oh hell yeah. Not, yeah, you're not getting near my kid. You know, that's how that Hamas thinks. They'll hide behind the children instead of stand in front of them to protect them. You know, use them for human shields. I can't believe a mother would say no to that. That's crazy. I heard mothers are supposed to least, say yes. At least four or five mothers it was. That's terrible. That's really bad. So, I just... Where do we go from here? What do we do? How do we pull people together? How do we... It's going to take something big. It's going to be something too big. Yeah. I think I think the draft would help. Uh, the threat of the draft. I, I don't know if I don't know if, if they would even get quality sold. I mean, you know, you're gonna have kids who who cry because they're working eight hours in in, in Starbucks and they're crying on video <laughs> saying this is not right. They're abusing us. They can't handle boot camp. No. No, God, they couldn't handle summer camps. They cry to go home. You're gonna have kids who are gonna be dishonorably discharged. Yeah, you're right. From for mental for mental reasons, they can't. They can't. They, there's no way they could do boot camp. No, you're right. They're gonna get yelled at. Yep. You yelled at me. Mm-hmm. You didn't call me by my pronoun. Uh. Yeah, that'll get the drill sergeant thrown out. <laughs> you misgender oh someone. Yeah, while well, other militaries are practicing marksmanship, has a practice in drag queen bingo. That's true. You know, the only thing the military would be, be concerned with is becoming a very mighty fighting force. That's what their job is. That's what their mission is. Not a social experiment. 
You know, you want to increase morale, not decrease it. You know, and, and the other countries are looking at us like, we're going to fight these people. I don't know what if I shake his hand or kiss it. It's a joke. They can't even get people to stay in the military. People are leaving it. Yeah. I know, you got guys in 20 years. They only got to do five more, and they're like, no, I'm out. Imagine that. Walk away from a 20-year career because it's gotten too bad. Yeah. Look at these Border Patrol agents. They can't get near them. They can't get cops. And they're bringing in people we don't even know. So what do you think that's going to do to the crime rate? You know, we're going to support them until we can't. Then what? What happens when the checks stop? Uh, wait, when that money stops flowing, you're going to see real trouble. You got 15 million illegals in here. That's a lot of people. That's bigger than our regular army. Stop. If the check stops, how are they going to make it home? They're not going to self-deport. They're going to riot. It's going to get ugly. And they'll blame the illegals. They're not going to blame who brought them here. If that hits the fan, it's Biden's fault. It's on his head. It's on Obama's head. It's on all these traitors who allowed it. Mayorkas. Yeah, just following orders doesn't cut it. You know, and if he's doing the best job, you got to figure. Remember when Biden said, finish the job. What was yep. the job that he wanted to finish? Yeah. Never told us that. Finish the job. And then all these people got in. That was the job. If you look at it that way, you know, I saw a thing. What school would you give Mayorkas? And everybody said F. And I wrote back, no, if the job was to invade the country, then I gave him an A. See, my, my thing is, is why isn't our government doing anything, our Congress doing anything to stop what... Because they're in on it. Exactly. Yeah, the same globalists that are supporting the Democrats, they're supporting the Republicans, too. They're hedging their bets. They're funding both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Chuck Schumer gets money from Boeing, but... So does McConnell. They both get money from Boeing. It's the same corporate sponsors. And it's always about the money. From the minute they get in office till the minute they leave, their job every day is to fundraise. All their underlings and their staffers do the work, if any work gets done. These people have never read a bill. They don't know what's in it. Maybe you get one or two that will read a bill. And Rand Paul, he read the bill, read it out loud, too. But the rest of them aren't going to read 3,500 pages. They got staffers for that. Their job all day is to schmooze with big donors and try to get money. 
You know, look how many of them got rich while in Congress. You got a congressman's salary, but you you rock in three mansions. How'd you do that? You and me doing it outside of Congress, we go to jail, but they're not going to go to jail. Right. And you see them all buying stock and trading stock, and, you know, they're making decisions about on these companies and regulations and everything else, and they know in advance. So didn't Martha Stewart go to jail for that? I thought she went to to jail for uh, um, uh, no, insider uh, trading. Of justice. Yeah, she, I no, think they, she went they to jail for insider trading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she come out more popular than when she went in. So now she got street credit. But she wasn't doing anything worse than Congress does every day. Now, she wasn't paying off the right people. And she wasn't in the right circle. She wasn't in Congress. She was out of Congress. But we put up with it. And no matter how much you talk to people, you know, they think you're crazy. Until it hits them. But they haven't felt the pain enough yet. You know, people, if you hurt them a little at a time, they get used to the hurt. It's going to take something big to shock them into reality. You know, maybe even a depression, which is not a far fetch considering the... No. And I think I considering think how these setting, cities are I falling. Think they're setting it they're setting it up for that, I think. That's what they're doing. Well I yeah, mean, there's absolutely Trump, if, remember, remember we talked about this, that real estate crunch, the um mm-hmm. commercial real estate. Once people found out that their companies could work with employees oh, working from home, they decided not to pay rent on these, you know, big office complexes and, and high-rise buildings and stuff. No no reason to have these big buildings when your employees can work no. from home. And then you got the people sleeping in the streets like San Francisco and all that. Look at the real estate in San Francisco or in Chicago or in New York. Look how many vacant places there are for, you know, for um, commercial real estate. Everywhere you look, you'll see office for lease, um, retail space for lease. No one wants them anymore. You can't open a store. You're going to get robbed. You're going to lose everything you started with. You can't open an office. You know, the regulations and the rules and the prices, you know, they price themselves out. So you got a huge real estate crash coming. And it's not single houses. It's commercial real estate. Yep. And that's going to hurt even worse. You know, and then you got these these um, land developers and these corporations buying up these single-family homes that are for sale. And they're going to turn them all into renters. So a few will own a lot. Yeah. 
when they're not paying market value for these houses. No, people think they got a million dollar house, but they're getting offered six hundred for it. And they're taking it. Really bad. I hear that TV in the background. Yeah, it's probably Joe. Oh, it's my Bob. <laughs> I see like three rooms away. Yeah, you're right uh, about the real estate. I got my house up for sale in Tulsa, and yeah, I'm getting flooded yeah. with people, these corporations, sending me, calling me, sending me, calling me. I blocked most of the calls, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the real estate is, is, is really, it's on the verge of collapse, the commercial real estate, especially wow. in the biggest cities. Yeah, nobody wants the real estate. Well, I know in New York they've been turning a lot of the offices into condos and co-ops. Mm-hmm. Well, not They're going to have to. You know, they, they, they've been starting to do that of late. They're going to have to because, you know, these big companies don't want the buildings. And well, at the same time, they, they're asking, you know, in Low Manhattan, those prices are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking, you're talking a lot of salary here. Pretty big yeah, salary yeah. is to to buy this stuff. People aren't making that kind of money. I know. But yeah, so these people, you know, they got big ideas, but it's gonna come down and hit them hard, and they're gonna get stuck with these properties. You know, even even out in California, people are just walking away from it. You know, they're not paying their mortgages and stuff on these big commercial buildings. Fine, take it. The owners are just walking away, not paying their notes. Down in D.C., it's really bad. I mean, commercial real estate has collapsed. Yeah. And nobody, and nobody, and the subway, the metro subway, the, the ridership is way, way, way down. Wow. And it's a hellhole down there. Absolute yeah. hellhole. And I mean, I like this, this and, I, guy, and, and, and the D.C. subway, the metro down there, I thought was one of the nicest subways I've been on. It, it is, but if you get outside that subway, it's a hellhole down there now. They had dozens and dozens of restaurants that have closed because of the crime. Yeah, it's well, they're unreal. like one every ten cars gets carjacked. Yeah, it's just crazy that... There's a guy that's on YouTube, and he is called J6, and he goes all around D.C. and does videos, and mm-hmm. he, he went to a uh, CBS the other day. There was nothing yeah. there. Everything was locked up. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even have one item on a shelf. They got a photograph of what should be on the shelf, and you've you got to ask and, uh, I've been down to CBS, you know, and, and you know, back oh a couple years God. ago, it was fully stocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now they get robbed so much that they can't afford to put their wares out. You have to ask a clerk to help you if you want toothpaste. You got to tell them what you want, and they go, they help you go get it. Because they've been robbed so many times. 
and they're trying to stay afloat in these communities. But, you know, once they've driven all the stores out, where are these people going to shop? You know, you, you destroy well, your own neighborhood. Well, they've hurt the inner well, cities the most. It does. You know, then you got to take a bus or a taxi or wherever you got to go. You can't just walk up the street to the deli because it's not there anymore. You drove them out. You can't go down the street to the supermarket because it's gone. You burnt it out. So where are you going to get your groceries? And where are you going to shop? You're going to have to travel. And not everybody in the city has an automobile. And, you know, some cities have inclement weather. So now you're going to be out in ice and snow and wind and slush and trying to bring groceries home on the bus when you could have walked home with your wire basket, you know, like the little old Polish lady with the babushka in the wire basket. You know, she used to be able to walk up the street and get her groceries. Now how's she going to get groceries? And to have them delivered isn't cheap. And some people won't deliver to those communities. You know, I mean, Amazon won't even ride through some of those places because they get robbed every time they do. Mm-hmm. Well, but now they have uh, no-go zones with the post office. They won't deliver what? in certain areas in big cities now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, you got to go to the post office to pick up your mail. Can you blame them? The mailman get robbed and assaulted and everything else. It's too dangerous. But that comes from not correcting people and no consequences. No consequences. None. Right? And you made sure the parents can't be home with the kids. They need two jobs just to feed the kids. So who's raising the kids? Now all the state. Yeah. And the state's not going to help a father and mother and children. No. Nope. But they will help a single mother. So the father got to leave. So that takes the father out of the picture altogether. That's the guy got to leave it. so his family can survive. You know, instead of saying, okay, we'll help the guy too. And we'll help get him trained and get some skills and, you know, we'll, we'll support him while he's working on his, himself as long as he stays in his family. And instead of encouraging people to break up, we should encourage them to stay together. Yeah, we'll support you if you stay together. Yeah, but they'll they'll support you more if you're not together. They'll give you more money we, if you're not together, you know what I mean? Well, we got to cut That's it out. Yeah. We got to cut it out. We'll say, yeah, we'll we'll help your family, but you have to stay together. It's a two two parent family. Unless there's abuse and drugs and you know substance abuse and stuff, there's no reason why we shouldn't be encouraging people to stay together. Stronger families is a stronger country. One hundred percent. And anybody can be down on their luck. So we'll give them a hand while they're down on their luck. We'll help them get the skills. We'll help feed their family. We're going to feed that family anyhow. 
You might as well keep the family together. You know, one way or another, that family's going to be on welfare. So you're better off having the father in the house, too. Because the family's still going to be on welfare, especially if the father leaves. Mm-hmm. But at least there's a chance of the family surviving if you keep them together. You know, and, and make marriage a commitment again. You know, not something you yeah. just do to impress your friends. And then when you're sick of it, you just get a divorce. That's not how it's supposed to be. No. No. Definitely not. And marriages have ups and downs. It's not going to be all roses and chocolates. You know, it's going to be fights over the bathroom space. But you'll get through it. You know, two parent families have better outcomes. And fathers are important. Fathers are important. Fathers can have an influence over their children, you know, especially when it comes to keeping the organization and the discipline and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have a more orderly society if you keep the fathers in the picture. But young men, 100% especially, right. I mean, young women need their father too, but young men need the guidance. Yep. Of another man. They need a role model. A woman can't teach her son how to be a man. She can be a good mother. She can be an excellent mother and raise a good man. But in all honesty, a man can teach a man how to be a man. That's why. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to be honest. And... You know, calling masculinity toxic, that's a big no-no. You know, any gender can be abusive, so masculinity shouldn't be synonymous with abuse. It's not. And if women are telling the truth, they wouldn't call it toxic. They'd call masculinity intoxicating. I like masculinity on men. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... Suits me just fine. That's my favorite kind of masculinity. <laughs> totally you know, agree. Personal thing. But I like masculinity. And well, I do women think who... it's time to get some masculinity back in the White House. That's why we're going to vote for Big Mike. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm telling you, he's coming out. Right? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> he is so going to run. I still think she's running. She's making sure that everybody I'm, knows she's available. You know, they, they're not sure Biden's going to make it through. Right now, yeah, he's the ticket. And, you know, the way that they're acting, they're, they're sticking by Joe. But it's only going to take one more flub, and they're, they're just going to have to put him out to pasture. Speaking about out to pasture, uh, Today is out to pastor because uh, we got the 60-second buzzer. All right. Well, Joe, Vito, thank you for calling in. Bruce, I'll see you next week. Good night, America. I love you. God bless you, right, Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Vito. Thanks again. Thank you, Joe. See you. 
All right, everyone else, please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the negative show here, but until tomorrow. Hold on to the handrail. Keep both alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Negative, I am. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.